Welcome back, listener, to another edition of the Coco and Delts podcast. I know it's been a long, long time, and you've missed us. I'm not Coco. And I'm not Dalt. And we stream things like you wouldn't believe. We watch them and we review them, although not really a lot lately. <laughs> yeah, this summer, the day jobs were kind of crazy. Kind of so. cray. <laughs> and the night job's not so bad either. So sorry that it's been a little bit of a layoff, listener. But Did you miss us, listener? Because we missed you. And we also missed that sweet, sweet podcast sponsorship money that had been rolling in to this point. <laughs> That's what happens when you have like 160 episodes and tens of listeners. Tens of drunken Swedish listeners. Oh, speaking of Sweden or perhaps Scandinavia, Scandinavia. what are we talking about in this episode, Coco? So today we're reviewing, it's season one of Entrapped, but season three overall. It started on Amazon Prime Video called Trapped for two seasons. Netflix bought it and renamed it Entrapped. It's about, it takes place in Iceland, not in Reykjavik, in a small northern fjordic town. Fjordic. Is that a word? It is now. Sure. Um, I was an English major, so why can't I create but were you Icelandic Is- words? Were you an Icelandic major? I should have been. Yeah. If only my school had offered that. So there's a cop named Andre. He's the main character in all three seasons. The overarching plot of this season is kind of crazy. It's about a murder of a young man that maybe is linked to the murder of, or the disappearance at least, of his girlfriend several years earlier. Andre was on that case. It went sideways, which is why he ended up being posted as the police chief in the small fjordic town in the north. I'm totally going to make that a word. I think it's a word. And the young man who has now been murdered After his girlfriend's disappearance, he left Reykjavik, he went up north, he joined like a cult. And of course he did. Because of course he did. Mm -hmm. It's like a pagan cult, but they're in some kind of gang war with (laughs) like an actual motorcycle gang. Well, there's a land dispute. And there's a land dispute, and there's some international drug smuggling, and there's... A biker gang? You forgot about the biker gang. No, I said a motorcycle gang. Oh, motorcycle gang, And the leader of the motorcycle gang is Danish Hopper, not Dennis Hopper, but Danish Hopper, and... With a very flyaway soul patch. Yeah, and so there's a lot going on in this season, so... So you can imagine the writer's room around this one. It's like, (laughs) okay, how can we make season three all that more special than seasons one and two. Because I know what we'll do. (laughs) We'll have a cult meet up with a biker gang (laughs) in Iceland. And a pagan cult at that. So they're like, you know, worshiping the change of the seasons. Right, and, and the earth. Yeah, and they've all got like tunics on and they chant and there's some nudity and, and a sauna creepy. and yeah so it's and not candles it's not like there's obvious animal sacrifice or anything that you might you think that's implied associate i don't think so no you know i'm just saying that like mo- most of the time i think when you think of a cult you think of like hardcore like devil worshipers but these are like 
kinder, gentler. Not any of the cults I've been in. Oh, okay. Really? Well, I uh, I mean, I was in a cult when I was a kid because of my mom. So. Oh, wow. Okay. So this took well, a turn. That's a different podcast for a different time. <laughs> so entrapped. That's a therapy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Cluster B 101. Let's talk about that. Let's move to the actual episodes that we are talking about in So it's uh, six episodes mm-hmm. long this season. They're each around 40 minutes 45, or so. Yeah. yeah, 40 to 45. What do you think, Dolls? Did I leave anything out? No, your summaries are much better. So listener, we had a bit of a dispute before the podcast. We talked about who was going to do the summary. And I always think that Coco's summaries are better. So in the comments below, just tell us what you think of who does a better summary. Um, no, it was a really good summary. Uh, I don't think you missed anything. And also, motorcycle gang. That's my favorite part of the whole <laughs> of the whole series when one of the cops, Trousty, says motorcycle gang, and one of the guys says motorcycle gang. What are you? A hundred years old? And he's like. There's a lot of you, and you're on bikes. What else am I supposed to call you? <laughs> that was a great back and forth. Yeah, There's a little bit really of funny. Icelandic humor. Yeah. Not very much in this one, but... We need more of that. Yes. Um, so what did you think overall of season three? Three-ish. I, uh, I really like this series. I like all the characters involved. I like... Uh, Andre, I like the uh, woman police chief from the small town. Henrika. Henrika, she's great. Uh, Trousty, of course, you just don't never know what you're going to get with him. And uh, by the way, a great name that we should probably adapt more here in North America. We should name our kids Trousty. His first name is Trousty. So I'm not sure if we're pronouncing that correctly. Um, what do you think it is? Like. Maybe, did they say Trusty? Trusty, it could be Trusty. It could be yeah. Trusty, I don't know. Yeah. I told Daltz that our next dog has to be Trousty slash Trusty. So. I, uh, I mean, either way, really. Yeah. Trousty. You can't Trousty. It's almost like a hockey nickname. You know, they always oh, yeah. add like an IE or a Y at the end, like, you know, Daltzy and stuff like that. Oh, so, right, yeah. Yeah, so Trousty. Hey, Trousty. Good goal, Trousty. Um, so overall, I liked it. Uh, six episodes, like you said. Good pace. The scenery was amazing as yeah. usual, and for some reason it seemed like it was in like a higher definition than the other uh, two series. We should say, by the way, maybe uh, Coco mentioned this, but I was too dazzled by her beauty to uh, notice. <laughs> but the first two uh, seasons were on Amazon Prime. Yes, that was mentioned. And uh, so I didn't get as high a resolution on those two seasons uh, for some reason. Maybe I was you know again blinded by your beauty in those two seasons but bezos was too busy spending money on rockets to <laughs> right. pay for hd so, so. It, was an a, it was an sd <laughs> right i'm pretty sure it was an sd um but uh the scenery amazing characters i i really really like andre he's a broken he's the kind of character that you can sympathize with you follow through you know his story through the various weavings and breakings that he goes through and you uh you know he's not a perfect guy by any stretch of the imagination actually his family's not even in this series this uh season right his ex has taken the children and moved to sweden which of course you know why wouldn't you really and of course andre's mom is like sweden is so boring and he's like have you ever been there (laughs) so it's like every exchange that every son has ever had with a mother (laughs) and i'm like lady if you think sweden's boring come to avon connecticut right like like, wow don't don't give away our secret uh, location because we'll have listener camped out on our door i'm fine with that yeah um so what did you think coco 
So I really liked it. The problem is that I don't really remember much of the first two seasons because <laughs> we binged them like back at the beginning of the pandemic. Right. So we remember more of the plot from the first season and the second season I only remember the really spectacular parts like somebody fell out of a helicopter over the town square and somebody was burned alive was the, burned alive in the, the pilot steps. right yeah. so i don't really remember much of the plot of the second season um not that you really need to remember you know this isn't related to anything that happened in the first or the second season but there are a couple subplots that come in like Andre picks up his former father-in-law from prison. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why did he go to prison again? Right. I don't remember. Right. So, yeah. you know, because it has been, you know, five years mm-hmm. since, like, chronologically between the second and third seasons. So, and it's been, like, three years since we watched it. Um, yeah. But, but you don't have to have watched those yeah, first no. two seasons to understand this one because of the different platforms that they're on. Right. And the central murder of this season even though it relates to a murder that took place several years ago, you flash back to, mm-hmm. you know, a few times to that investigation so you can see what happened. So it's not like, oh, that murder happened in season one. So crap, now I need to watch season right. one. Like, right. it's something that happened before the series started. And it explains why Andre ended up in the small fjordic northern town. Mm-hmm. So I'm making that a word. Well, just, um, just go with it. Don't, yeah, don't, don't keep pointing it. it out. Just so, now, uh, so yeah, so I enjoyed all of the actors in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not even going to try to say their names because I know I'm going to butcher them. Mm-hmm. But I especially enjoyed Trousey slash Trusty. I mm-hmm. think he and Andre work better together when they're like the odd couple mm-hmm. as opposed to in the first season or two when they butted heads and Trusty was, you know, tr- trying to be like the company man, you know. He was kind of the villain in the first one. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But now now they're kind of working together to solve the murder. Um, so I, I hope that we see more of Trusty going forward. I enjoyed Henrika's return. I'm surprised that they got her and her ex back together. Mm-hmm. Um, he was kind of cast, like he was kind of just adrift at the end of season two. I remember that. Like once she kicked him out, he was like sleeping on Oscar's couch mm-hmm. and then Oscar kicked him out before Oscar got murdered, which BT dubs still really bitter mm-hmm. about Oscar's. You murder. remember that part about, season I remember two. that part about it. I remember yeah. he had like a whole romance subplot with like the uh, trainee for like medical examiner and Reykjavik. And I was that subplot gave me joy. And then he died and I was, I was angry and I threw things at the TV. So yeah, you did. So uh, I was very surprised. You yelled to see, at me like it was my fault. I know I did. Yeah. So I was surprised to see Henrika back with her ex, but at the same time, I'm like, well, these characters have been through a lot and small you, town, you know, small town, and maybe you just Iceland. want like you know the comfort of the familiar instead of you know being open to a whole new world of well, people who and also, don't maybe understand you. And also her ex plays a key role in part of the plot later on. Yes, that is true. As a as a safety. Yeah. So I I uh even though it was a bit convoluted, it's no more convoluted than the plots of the first two seasons. Mm-hmm. And from what I remember of season two, I enjoyed this season more than season two. Oh yeah, yeah, me too. I think season one it's hard to top season one no matter what it is. Right. Like, if you like something in season one, it's very hard to like season two more because the characters are known to you. You know, there are certain things that are not surprises anymore. So I think given that, it was pretty good. I think it was pretty fair. Um, I think that 
the one thing that I again that I mentioned to you when we were watching this, but subtitles rock. Um, not only because you can hear what they're saying, but also because people. It seems like everybody this this day and age has forgotten how to audio mix. So like the, <laughs> it's hard to hear what they're saying, and they're mumbling a lot and talking away from the camera and all that sort of stuff. Mm. So when you have subtitles, because obviously it's in Icelandic translated to English, um, I find it much easier to follow. Whereas some of the other things we've watched, I'm, I'm turning you like, what did you say? <laughs> and also, our neighbors have a habit of mowing their lawn whenever we're trying to watch something. So, I don't know why that is. So that also comes in handy. We're not having to turn the TV up to like 100 to hear them over the mower. And we also, we have a really nice neighborhood, but we also have partiers down the street. And we also have a woman who walks her dog and talks very loudly on her phone, <laughs> like holds her phone arm's length out and talks on like some sort of speakerphone ability. And it's like, I, I, we really don't want to hear both ends of that conversation. Like I don't want to hear one end of that conversation, let alone both ends. So <laughs> You can always hear Debbie coming down the street. Like <laughs> You know when she's out walking the dog. Right. Here she comes. Like, everybody get in the backyard. I agree with you. The scenery is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Like, there was a little bit of a nod to that in the first episode when Andre springs his ex-father-in-law from prison, and they're just driving along, and the father-in-law is like, hey, pull over. And he just, like, stops and Mm -hmm. just looks Mm -hmm. at the horizon. And it's like, yeah, wow, can you imagine? Like, I'm sure... You get immune to it if you live there. It's just a day ending and why. But, right. you know, they don't even try to linger on landscapes or anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they have like drone shots and stuff, but yeah. it's not like a lovingly like, look at how beautiful this is. It's just like, oh, yeah, like they're driving past an iceberg. And, right. you know, oh, look at that spectacular sunset. Look at the northern lights. You know, like, there's a one scene very early on where the helicopter takes off from the cult location and it's facing away so the cult is up at the top of a mountain or a large hill or something and the helicopter's taking off and it's going over and, and you just see the fjords in the distance and there's islands and it just looks so beautiful but like you said they don't really they don't dwell on it. it's just like well here's a helicopter taking off and oh by the way it's beautiful <laughs> right and it's amazing <laughs> right and it's not central connecticut there were a couple shots of the cult when i was like this is middle earth <laughs> like they could have, they could have shot in Iceland instead of New Zealand. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, right. it, it had that quality to it. It did. So, so uh, letter grade, twenty six uh, choices. Oh, uh, one more thing though. Oh, Andre always nails the hot chicks. <laughs> like every <laughs> did season. Did he in the first two seasons? I think he was like trying to get back with his ex in the first season. Yeah. Like, didn't they have a sex scene in the first season? Yeah, maybe. And, and then I think last season he nailed some chick too. I don't remember, but. The uh, the head of the narcotics division. Uh, I thought she and Trusty were going to get it on mm-hmm. because they loathed each other from first sight, right. and I was like, "Oh yeah, these two are you know they're, they're gonna, setting it up for us. They're going to get it on." But then she actually asked Andre to dinner, and you know, she was very forward. Suddenly, she's like, you know, fingering the rim of her wine glass and being suggestive, and and then she's uh, spoiler alert, dropping him off at prison after he. <laughs> He gets convicted of manslaughter <laughs> at the end of the episode. So what's season four going to look <laughs> <Right>? like? <laughs> season four is when he gets out of prison. Right. And yeah. So I was, you know, Andre doesn't always have to nail the hot chicks. I mean, he's a he's a good looking guy, and I can see how women would be attracted to that. Really? But yeah. The 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 unkempt, uh, sort of burly, well, large guy. I mean, he's still he's still a good looking guy. Really? Is yeah. it or is it his intellect? Like he seems like he, or is it like his style, his lack of attention to personal hygiene 
I don't think he has a lack of attention. Sleeping on his uh, dad, father-in-law's couch (laughs) in the retirement home. Like that was a great scene. He's like, "Uh, "Where are you going to stay tonight?" It's like, "Oh, I hadn't really thought about that." Like he just made a five-hour drive somewhere in Iceland. He's like, "Oh, I didn't even thought where I was going to stay." Like, yeah, smart guy. So twenty-six letters. I'd give it like a B plus. Oh yeah. 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 Do you remember what you gave the other ones? I don't. I think I gave season one like an A. Yeah, yeah. And I probably gave season two like a B, B plus, something yeah. like that. I'd say seven. Seven. Out of ten. You give everything a seven. <laughs> oh, dear. 7.25. How do you say seven in Icelandic? I don't know. I don't know. But I think we need to refer to my... Uh, so there's one scene where the guy goes to the uh, rehab clinic mm-hmm. and he comes out of it. And I said to you, I said that was the Betty Fjord clinic. You did. That was good. I just had to get that joke in. There's not really anything around that as in terms of the review, but I just had to get the Betty Fjord in. That was really good. So we can also put that in the keywords. I would also like to know how much does Icelandic real estate cost? Right. Because uh, there there was a guy who had a really sick house in Reykjavik <laughs> with like an indoor pool mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I was like how do I get hooked up with that we need to look into Icelandic real estate do you think like, there's like a century 21 in, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in Iceland yeah. <laughs> guy with a gold jacket on like century 21 dot IE is Ireland, so what would Iceland be like? Yeah, we should have. Or yeah, we should have studied that. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Google, Google, <laughs> Google is your friend. Um, so, anything else to add about this? Uh, you recommend it, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I'd say probably you don't have to watch the first two seasons first. Mm-hmm. I would recommend it just because they're all good. Well, and- the first episode, the first couple of episodes of the first season really set this guy up too. Like mm-hmm. Andre, like such a broken guy going through a divorce and. You really kind of root for them from the beginning, so I would mm-hmm. recommend at least that. But like the first season, the second season, you probably skip. Yeah, and go to this one. But it's still quality. It's still quality. It's still yeah. better than some of the garbage that's on TV right now. That's in <laughs> North America that you, that you need subtitles for, and it's in English because you can't follow the plot whatsoever. Not that we would know because we don't watch it. Right. Yeah. That's why we don't watch it. Exactly. It's garbage. Exactly. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, listener. We appreciate it. This is a podcast well waiting for. Well, see, I almost did it. I almost got through the episode without <laughs> screwing something up. We can edit that out. All right. You're going to say something. You're looking at me like you were going to say something. No, I was going to yawn. Oh. <laughs> so just another exchange with ourselves. So for another episode of Coco and Dogs. I'm not Coco. And I'm not Dogs. Dogs.